0: think Pizza Shuttle Pizza, Hunan Chinese, uh, Pokey Sticks from Gumby's, that was our diet.
1: Um, Then we discovered Chipotle too, uh, having burritos every other day. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has become normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home.
0: The third pillar of our family is health. Today, we're going to focus on mental and physical health and the connection between the two. We'll also discuss five simple tips that we found to keep our physical and mental health balanced. With so much information available, why is it still such a
1: problem? The CDC reports that the obesity rate in 2010 was 31% of adults and has since risen to 42% in 2018. Some of the health conditions related to obesity is heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and certain types of cancer which are some of the leading causes of preventable premature death. The annual estimated medical cost of obesity in the US was 147 billion in 2008 and is even higher today. Children ages 2 to 19 have an obesity rate of 18.5%. The saddest stats are that children 2 to 5 years old have a 14% obesity rate and over 18% from 6 to 11 years old.
0: That is just absolutely astounding. Um, We want to give you guys a brief family history about our health, both mental and physical. Brief being the operative word. (laughs) So growing up, we didn't have much of a family history of being health-focused, mental or physical. Our childhood diet consisted of processed foods, sugar, carbs, etc. We were children of the 90s, and that's just what you did. It was because it was cheap. It was convenient. It was Fast. So we had drive through on a regular basis. We had Totino's pizzas when they were 10 for 10. We had mac and cheese if you were really fancy. You threw some hot dogs in there. And mm-hmm. that was because our parents, who are boomers, worked all the time. They worked from sunup to sundown and not physical labor. Like on a farm or anything, yes, we grew up in a small town, but we got ourselves to school. Our parents were gone by the time we had to leave for school, so we had to find our own breakfast, and our parents barely made it home by the time for dinner, or we were involved in a lot of, or at least I was involved in a lot of after-school activities, um, whether that was with the church or whether it was sports-related Um, and, you know, Ben hung out with friends a lot of time as well, and so we just literally were never home, and you just kind of sourced food wherever you could. Um, additionally, I know my family had some financial issues that, um, you know, I remember eating mayonnaise sandwiches
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and toast a lot. I had peanut butter and syrup on bread. Um, you know, salting crackers and milk—that was a <sighs> classic. He's uh, trying to
0: make me throw up. So
1: I will. And I—I I grew up partially in the '80s, and I feel more like a Gen Xer. The I think they, definitively call them the Lashkey kids because you know you'd come home and Key would be under the mat, or um, you'd have a you know have to get in the house by yourself, go to school, come home, get your own stuff done. Um, you know, it taught you some independence, but. I certainly think that uh, this is not—it's not, a, is not a, a judgment of of our parents' generation, but we didn't know better at that time, um, especially in small town Kansas. You you know you just you did All what you could to get by. All of the that yeah
0: come with what we have.
1: And and being healthier, being healthier is expensive, and even today we do feel that at times. It's I don't think it's as expensive, and I think we have a greater awareness, but. It, it's not easy, convenient, and it's not always cheap.
0: And so. the resources weren't available back then that they are mm-hmm. now. I research online so much of what we do. I didn't know what almond flour was when I was a child or coconut oil or, Mm-mm. you know, any of these things. Um, it was vegetable oil and white sugar and white flour and The other part in our family history was that mental health was not even a discussion. Um, Basically, either you had to get over it or buck up or, um, in my case, I was just PMSing. Looking back, I know that I had panic attacks through my childhood, high school years, but it was not until I ended up in the ER my senior year of high school that I was told you had a panic attack. Um, and then after that, it just didn't really become an issue until uh, until we had our daughter. And then we actually started to take a closer look at mental health. I do know that there's a history of mental health um, issues in my family. I don't know the specifics of those. Again, just because we don't talk about them, I am probably the most open Uh, When it comes to talking about mental health and the importance of it and that it is not a crutch It is not an excuse for me to act a certain way
1: Well, so KJ will even have Moments where she feels overwhelmed or flooded and we will pull her aside have a, a quick timeout let her get her head back on straight um, but she knows that feeling, and she says, hey, um, mom or dad, I, I, need a, I need a timeout. My family probably has a lot of mental health issues, but never really had any of it checked. I would bet there's probably some diagnosable um, issues, uh, but I really don't know. And that's, that's part of the, the problem that we've seen is that we didn't know uh, what we didn't know. I think uh, most people would agree that there's a there's definitely a connection between um, the mental and the physical aspects of health. You know, we've found that being active uh, does give us more energy, more confidence. Um, we've talked about this before where we're tired from doing the walks or the workouts mm-hmm. um, back when we could still go to the gym, mm-hmm. but we felt better. It was a good tire. It wasn't yeah. a, I feel useless, tired, I've been sitting around all day, I have no energy um, type of tire. But we've been there before because uh, we'll go into our history in just a minute. But There's one-
0: days where the walks start a little bit slower
1: because <laughs> well, you're like slower too. Yeah,
0: I just don't know if I can do this today, but you know uh, you just keep going. The only thing that has ever held us back from, from walks has been rain um, or if I've stayed behind and done a little bit of work that I wasn't able to do during the day um, just to have some mental head space, mm-hmm. you know, even though I'm not physically moving, having that mental headspace, have of taking the kids for a walk or vice versa um, can do a world of good, especially at the end of the day.
1: Well, and we try to protect those walks because that's great time for Allie and I to talk. Uh, we also get outside. We do things with KJ, and she has good conversation with us, so we're all you know, you have more thoughts that come to your head when you're out on these walks and you're breathing fresh air, you're not in front of your computer screen. So, you know, anytime we, we're having trouble with, you know, we're just kind of blocked up and we're, we're not thinking creatively or we need to get refocused, uh, those walks help. And we've tried to get better sleep. Uh, schedules really help out a lot. Uh, schedules and routines of when we go to bed what we do to go to bed how we get up in the morning the things we do to get ready for the next day or to get ready for the rest of the night i mean we try to be somewhat regimented but it is hard with the kids a seven-month-old <laughs> um, especially um i think Who is our was
0: currently in a regression at the time yeah, of this recording
1: <laughs> i think our daughter's pretty scheduled pretty regimented now uh, that took some doing on our part but it's it's getting there now but um we also do praise each other because we are accountability partners in a way because mm-hmm. we have really helped keep each other on it when one of us doesn't feel like getting up the other one's pushing like come on we gotta get out of bed or, mm-hmm. hey, we got to go on this walk. I know we don't feel like it. Like, we got to get going. You know, put your coffee in the fridge and finish it when you get back. Like, let's go. You know, <laughs> we, we got to go. So we, we do push each other, and that, that helps. But we've also had our uh, struggles um, back in, you know, our years in college when we were uh, just starting to live together. and
0: In college, we were just trying to survive and yeah. eat cheap. And additionally, we worked in the grocery store um, mm-hmm. in our college town. Luckily, Ben worked in produce, uh, so he was able to grab some fruits and vegetables every once mm-hmm. in a while from the salad bar. Uh, I worked in bakery and hot case. So I was over by all the cookies and the cake and the frosting, which I absolutely hate cake and frosting now, and that's one of the big reasons why and so that was you know that was not just the freshman 15 that was um a huge amount of weight gain um for us in college because of because of our diet and yes we went to the rec because the rec was the cool thing to do and that was also why it was
1: packed 100%
0: of the time
1: but we we did definitely had life events and life stressors that also caused a uh, bit of a roller coaster for uh, weight loss, weight gain, um, particularly with you. But I certainly had my struggles, uh, you know, with trying to work out and get stronger and build muscle. And, you know, you put on a little bit of weight sometimes. Um, I, I don't think the beer helped, but mm-hmm. it was it was very up and down depending on life events. Uh, you so, weren't as into craft beer in college. No, no. no. That
0: wasn't a thing. <laughs> the life, the, the things that really um, yo-yoed my weight w- weight gain and weight loss um, were the life stressors. You know, um, mm-hmm. I gained twenty pounds before our wedding because I was
1: stressed. Well, that was after the moving to college and yes. doing all that. But then another twenty. It was, uh-huh.
0: yeah. And you know, and then just the the effects of college, and like I said, the the. Um, the diet that we had and then and then moving moved a few times, moved Moved back home for a year, then moved to Kansas City, changing jobs, having kids, every time there was a stressor, it's like I always gained twenty pounds. And soon enough, you know, after our daughter was born, that weight didn't come off. And here I was sitting at two hundred and fifty five pounds in my twenties and Had no idea how I had got there little by little.
1: If you were six foot eight, that might not be
0: five two on a good
1: day, (laughs) right? So,
0: (laughs) typically five foot, but five two on on a feeling tall day,
1: yeah. And I got up to almost 240 pounds, and it was not muscle gain. Um, I look back now, and I'm not dramatically below that, but I'm back to a healthy weight that I think I was in college. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like I look very different in the face mm-hmm. and just body composition because I, I know it's a healthier weight.
0: So two years ago, we decided to make a yeah. big change um, in yeah. our diet. Um, granted, so our daughter is eight right now, so she was six. So she she's at a memory stage. She remembers her parents. She could remember where they were. Now, two years ago, I wasn't my heaviest. Um, That was about five years ago that I was at 255 two years ago when we started keto. I was 235 So not much of a difference Um, so two years ago, we found the keto diet and Decided to start it a week before our wedding anniversary and birthdays and fourth of July and all of that (laughs) Great time of barbecuing, but we decided hey, you know, what? we're going to do this and we're going to go all in and over um, the next year Ben and I lost a combined 125 pounds. I got down to my lowest weight since high school, 160 pounds.
1: Ben got to 185, 184, something like
0: that. But still looked healthy. He didn't look sick. I didn't look sick or anything. Mm-hmm. And we felt absolutely amazing.
1: Um, and we'll have, I mean, we'll have a deeper dive into keto mm-hmm. um, in another episode, but i I think that We may need to get back to some of that, Um, but at the same time, it's definitely something that had an impact on our family. Um, KJ sees us. She knows we're keto. She doesn't fully understand what keto is, I think, in all aspects, but she at least knows things that are and things that aren't, and she'll call us out if we're not being good. (laughs) And
0: we don't have white flour in our house. We don't have white sugar. Like you don't see a bag yeah. of Oreos. Like all of the ingredients in our house are yeah. still fully keto. Um, and we've kept it that way for a reason.
1: So what we're doing now and, and more in, you know, the future, I think that, uh, you know, somewhere else we want to be that we aren't currently is to continue to get healthier, you know, physically, but also mentally. It's, it's definitely not easy But we have to stay committed to this because we remember how we felt. We remember how we looked. And we don't want that again. So, you know, we do still do a lot of meal prep and planning. Mm -hmm. We portion things out. We certainly have to be ahead of it. Um, You know, if you wait until day of to make a decision and then you're in a weak state, you know, Mm because you're tired, you're stressed, you're just going to go get some Mexican food and go to town. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we typically do. But, uh, so anyways, um, that's something that we're doing to continue to get better. You know, we've we've done more stretching. We've done a lot of our walks. But we always try to be outside, get sunshine.
0: One of our biggest motivators is the fact that we have an 8-year-old daughter who is literally with us 24 hours a day watching our every move. And she's seeing... She's seeing us committed to something.
1: She sees what we do and what we don't do. She notices if we, we committed to something, we say we're doing it, and then we turn around and we're taking shortcuts or we're taking the easy road. She remembers that. She's going mm-hmm. to emulate what we do or don't do in this case. So if, if she goes on some sort of program or diet or something in the future, she, it'll be easy for her to break that too. Because that's what she grew up with. We didn't live up to what we said we were going to do, right?
0: So we have five simple tips that we found to keep our physical and mental health balanced. As you have probably figured out, we go on two walks each day. It, our walk starts at 8 a.m. every morning without a doubt and lasts um, about 50 minutes to an hour depending on um, how quickly we're going. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: And we also walk at night after dinner. Now, we might have to make some adjustments as we're going into the winter time frame as it's getting darker Mm -hmm. and darker earlier and earlier and also getting colder. For us to be able to say at 9 a.m., we have over 6,000 steps already every day, is, like, Mm -hmm. awesome, absolutely Mm -hmm. awesome. And then we still have all of our daily stuff to do and a whole nother walk. So... Trying to drink more water. This is something that I have been terrible about since being home, and versus sitting at a desk all day, is I have not drank as much water. Drinking water will help your gut health um, and just help everything kind of flow better, (laughs) to put it. Um, So always having we Ben drinks a lot of water. Ben always has his Yeti full of water. Cadence only drinks water, Mm -hmm. occasionally Mm -hmm. has lemonade. Our daughter doesn't even know what soda tastes like. Getting more sleep. Now, again, we do have a seven-month-old who, quote-unquote, sleeps through the night but does have his regression periods like any baby will do. My biggest thing is that I get four hours of straight sleep. I would love to get eight hours of sleep a night. But four hours—a four-hour stretch—is huge for my mental health, and that's something that I learned in my postpartum depression therapy. Um, is being able to get that four hours, four-hour stretch, and that's why Ben and I take turns if Brayden does happen to wake up.
1: Another tip is that we mentioned before our walks, we definitely try to get um, a good amount of sunshine every day. Uh, we are know, white people that day. live in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, we, we need. need sunshine. We need sunshine. Um, <laughs> I like having a tan, but it's more about eating that vitamin D, you know, get 15 to 30 minutes a day if you can. Um, even when it's cold out, try to get mm-hmm. outside, get taking
0: something. Taking pills is not, it's, taking it's vitamin D pills does not give you the same amount of ice, I tried that. <laughs> of, of vitamin D as as yeah. sitting in the sun for 20 minutes.
1: And And with that, our last tip, it, it does relate to being on your phone, but We've also found a practice that we're trying to get better at, but uh, try to you know, find a book, try to read um, a little bit more, try to do something um, other than uh, be on a screen all the time. Uh, I've noticed that with KJ, it's the same. If she's on a screen most of the day, she's lethargic, she's sluggish, she's cranky, mm-hmm. um, moody, I just, and she's like a zombie. Um,
0: what does that do to adults so, that are on one for
1: eight hours? Oh, I know. <laughs> plus, eight plus. <laughs> and so it's, I don't think it's our natural state. It's not what we're meant to do. I know there's been studies linking better reading comprehension and memory uh, to reading actual, uh, an actual book with text and pages, and, you know, not a screen. Our call to order this week, um, we really want to challenge everybody to do something different. Pick one big thing to improve on and work on that this week. It has to be something that's going to move the needle for you. It doesn't have to shake up the world, but something for you that you identify that that you want to improve, right? So start by waking up 10 minutes earlier tomorrow. Do 10 minutes more, you know, the next day or five minutes or something. Uh, walk an extra 1,000 steps uh, get an extra hour of sleep, whatever your thing is. One of our areas of improvement is to get out of bed with our feet on the floor at 6.30 a.m. every day this week. We've been terrible about shutting off our alarms and rolling back over. <laughs> so we're going to figure out how to do that if we got to put our phones away from our nightstand.
0: Now, don't get us wrong. Our alarm goes off at 6.30 every morning. But we also have an alarm that goes off at 7 every morning. Yeah. And so the biggest thing for us is that 6.30 alarm is feet on the floor, which is something that I say to our daughter literally every morning when we wake her up at 7, feet on the floor. And that's going to be the, the big uh, shift for us. And what that does is our children don't wake up till 7. So by Ben and us getting up and out of bed at 6.30, we are able to start our coffee and start our day 30 minutes earlier before our children wake up. And I think that that is just a nice little mental break that we need in the morning before the day starts. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey,
1: be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.